Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and I want to talk to you today about how you become what God calls you to be. And I know a lot of times we are, that's a desire of our heart. If you're a follower of Jesus, you know, I want to be all that God has called me to be. And yet, uh, sometimes uh, we just get stuck. Uh, we get some bad habits. We get discouraged. Life happens. And next thing you know, you're just like, you know, I'm not anywhere near, I think, the person that God wants me to be or has called me to be. And I want to become all that God's called me to be. And today and tomorrow, we're going to be looking at eight things that we can do to kind of help us get refocused and help our mindset on becoming what God calls us to be. And I'm basing uh, this off of uh, the Purpose Driven Life book, uh, What on Earth Am I Here For?, the 40-day devotional book by Rick Warren that uh, we've been doing some programs on. Uh, in February, we started and here in March. Uh, we're going to do a couple today. And uh, just so, so much good stuff. If you don't have a devotional book uh, that you're reading or you need something new, would highly recommend What on Earth Am I Here For? by Rick Warren. But really, really good book. But I want to share some things that, that he talked about there about becoming all that God calls us to be. And we're going to call this uh, Running Your Marathon to Maturity. <laughs> Got any uh, runners out there? Uh, anybody runs 5Ks or, uh, more important, I guess, marathons? Uh, I will admit I am not a 5K person or a marathon person, yet you know the Bible talks a lot about uh, becoming like Jesus is kind of running a race, uh, the race of life, and I think we all can agree that uh, life is not a 50-yard dash, is it? <laughs> oh my goodness, no, it's definitely, it's not even a 5K, it is a marathon, it is a long-distance race. Yet I want to help you today and tomorrow become all that God has called you to be and want to help you in this marathon uh, to maturity. So we're going to call it because I think all of us want to grow more into the image of Jesus and become all that God's called us to be. And so you got your pencil out. You're ready to take some notes. We're going to be hanging out in Hebrews chapter 12 here today and tomorrow and also a few other scriptures. But um, if you want to take notes, the first thing, if we're going to become what God calls me to be on the running our marathon to maturity, number one, simplify my life. Simplify my life. Uh, I know some of you are like, wow, Greg, you're already preaching today. Uh, I definitely do need to simplify my life. And boy, we can get so busy with things and uh things that just kind of slow us down. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, Let us strip off anything that slows us down or holds us back, and especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and trip us up. And let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. You know, the verse when I read that in my Bible, I, I circled the word anything. Let us strip off anything. Everything, right at the beginning of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Uh, when I said that word, anything, you, I, I got a feeling something came immediately to your mind, like, I know what my thing is. It says, let us strip off anything. Well, I know we all have at least one thing. It, it might be three or four things even that we know slow us down or holds us back and um, something that's just kind of hurting our relationship with God and being all that God wants us to be. So, uh, you know, I want to encourage you to 
right out to the side there. I'm simplifying my life. What is that one thing? And then that particular race, it talks about the last part of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. And let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. You know, the particular race, friends, uh, we talk about playing that compare game quite often here on Hope is Here because I know it's been a struggle in my life off and on playing that compare game with other family members, friends, coworkers, neighbors. Uh, we just, we do. Uh, it can be human nature, but doesn't mean that that's something God wants us to do, and that's why it's so important to spend time with God so we uh, don't get into playing that old compare game. But you know what? God's called you to run a particular race and not the one that your parents, your family, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, your classmates. Uh, you know, just the particular race that God has got you to run. And when we simplify our life, it helps us kind of refocus on what that race might need to be in our lives. A second thing that helps us become what God calls us to be is don't get impatient or in a hurry. Don't get impatient or in a hurry. Now, for those of you that are type A like me, you're like, oh, my goodness, you're getting in my business now. Well, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 also says, let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. Okay, Let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. Uh, remember a friend of mine sharing that one Sunday at church, uh, it was happened a few years ago, that uh, they were talking about the fruit of the Spirit, love, Peace, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And uh, really, really good message. And then uh, they got out of church, and uh, she was a hard-working single mom, and so she had a lot of things she had to get done Sunday afternoon. So they just had a drive-through to grab some lunch, and so they placed her order, and then they went on in the line, and it was taking a long time, and uh, my friend was getting frustrated, and she's like, Mom, number four, and she kind of looked at, my friend looked at her daughter and said, I didn't order a number four meal, I ordered the number two. She goes, no, Mom, number four, patience. <laughs> uh, love, joy, peace, patience, that fourth fruit of the Spirit. And yet, um, you know, let's be honest, we live in a microwave, instant credit, Amazon, next day delivered to your doorstep society. But I have learned, friends, being a follower of Jesus now over 30 years, that uh, even though we live in a microwave society, instant credit, and have it delivered the next day from Amazon through UPS, that uh, God's not in the microwave business. He's in the crockpot business. I know you're like, what does that mean? Well, we've all had meals cooked in the microwave, and hopefully you've had a meal that's been prepared in the crock pot. And it is no comparison, is it, to how much better something that's cooked slowly in a crock pot versus that three minutes in the microwave, right? And so I want to remind you today that, you know, God is working on you in your life, wanting to grow you and mature you, and yet sometimes the growth is slow and stable, but I love this analogy. You know, when God makes a mushroom, it takes six hours. But God makes an oak tree, it takes 60 years. So I want to ask you today, do you want to be a mushroom or do you want to be an oak tree? I mean, an oak tree is deeply rooted. It's strong. It's stable. It's able to endure a lot of storms. 
And this uh, made me think back to back when COVID first started in the gym where I worked out. You know, gyms got shut down for a while. So I was trying to get exercise, taking a, a, a walk, a, a brisk walk each day. And and I spent a lot of time with listening to worship music, praying, talking with God. But it was in the spring. The weather was good. And one day I was getting my walk in. I was trying to get over 10,000 steps in. And all of a sudden I heard this noise, like a whistle sound, like, and all of a sudden, boom. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what was that? And so I kept my walk. I got to my halfway point, turned back around, finally got back home. And I looked over to the right. And in between my house and the neighbor on my right, there's a little open space there because there's a ravine there. Well, this big, huge tree had fell in between our two houses, thankfully did not cause any damage because of that ravine. And my friend uh, happened to be off work, and so he went on, had his chainsaw out, was cutting this big tree into smaller pieces so we could remove it. And it winds up after he cuts those pieces. You looked inside, and this big tree, the inside was totally hollow. So it's no wonder it didn't last. Uh, it was just totally hollow on the inside, this big tree. And as I sit there and I looked at it, it just made me think, you know, How's my heart doing? How's my soul? How's the inside of my life doing? And I want to ask you that today. How's the inside of, of you doing? How's your heart? How's your soul? Uh, you know, or you like a lot of people back in COVID then, when people were having to wear masks, and, you know, now most people are not wearing a mask anymore, but we still wear a, kind of like an invisible mask. People ask, hey, how you doing? You're like, oh, I'm fine, even though you're really hurting inside, you're discouraged, maybe you're struggling with depression, uh, anxiety, and yet God's like saying, hey, you know, I want to help you, but I want you to be patient with yourself, and slowly but surely, we will help you get healthy and whole. And that definitely comes from spending time with God and His Word, uh, being part of a church family, worshiping, uh, exercising helps out. Uh, maybe sometimes you need to go get a go making a doctor's appointment. Maybe get a physical. Make sure everything's right in your body chemistry, your blood type, and just make sure there's not any deficiencies there with your blood work. And sometimes, uh, you know, some good Christian counseling helps, or even occasionally maybe some medication for a while. Um, and so, I just want to encourage you to really take a look if you're struggling right now and not doing well with your mental health. Reach out to somebody please today and maybe the first step is scheduling a doctor's appointment a third thing into becoming what god calls me to be is we got to spend time focusing on jesus every day spend time focusing on jesus every day now obviously if you listen to hope is here then i believe that jesus is a big part of your focus and we try to help you have hope in that relationship with him in hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 it says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from start to finish. You know, sometimes we have a lot of regrets in our life, and we're like, you know, I wish I could make a brand new beginning. Well, you know, friends, unfortunately, that's usually not possible, okay? But you know what you can do? You can make a new ending. You can make a new ending. 
So I want to encourage you today um, to just say, you know what, God, how can I make a brand new even, uh, brand new ending uh, in the season of my life that uh, just glorifies you? I want to, man, glorify you and let this be a defining moment, kind of a spiritual marker. And the fact of the matter is, if you want to look like Jesus and become who Jesus has called you to be, uh, it comes to spending time with him. We are definitely a reflection of the people that we spend the most time with. And so I want to encourage you to make sure Jesus is one of those people that you spend a lot of time with. Because you know what? As you do that, you'll start to know his voice. I can remember I had my grocery store now over 20 years ago, but uh, I got this. They said, Mr. Horn, you got a phone call line too? So I went up to my office, got the phone call, and said, how can I help you? And this guy said, hey, I got this can of peaches, and I paid 49 cents. And I went to Kroger to get another can, and uh, they were uh, only 39 cents, and I paid 49 cents at your store. I thought your store was called Payless, and I'm upset because I paid a dime more for my can of peaches. And I'm sitting there thinking, my goodness. I mean, boy, that's a lot to get upset over a dime. Well, before I could even uh, <laughs> respond as I was trying to process and formulate my response, uh, the voice on the end starts dying laughing. He says, hey, Greg, it's Mike, bro. Uh, sorry, man, that's a bad joke. But uh, he was calling me about giving a testimony what Southland went back when he was pastor. But you know what? If he'd used his regular voice, I would have known who Mike was because I've listened to his sermons several times. Back then, you could get cassettes of the uh, sermons, and I would buy each sermon series, and I would listen to those sermons numerous times, either in the morning while I was getting ready or when I had to drive places. So I knew his voice because I'd spent a lot of time listening to him preach, and he was such a gifted communicator. So I uh, just want to encourage you today to, you know, spend time with Jesus. So, well... We're unfortunately out of time, but we're going to continue talking more about becoming all that God has called me to be tomorrow here on Hope is Here. So I hope that you'll join us. If you're blessed by this program, I hope you'll share this podcast with somebody. Go to our website, hopeishere.today.org. That's hopeishere.today.org. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.